Hi, everybody. I'm Sunny, and this is We Gotta Talk, a live weekly digital talk show and podcast where we like to dig deep. Real talk, big topics. Now, let's dig in. We are peeking into 2022, what the stars say about the new year with transformational coach and astrologer, Lumi Palinku, also known as the Celestial Astrologer. I put the call out on Instagram. We got some specific questions on people's particular signs. I can give you a rundown. Yeah, Yeah. let's do that. And then let's really focus on Libra. (laughs) Libra, of course. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Let's start at the beginning. Let's do it. Just give us a couple of words for each sun sign. You know, like this is going to be a year of whatever for, you know, this sign and blah, blah, blah. And we'll kind of give everybody a little more specific prediction and kind of look into 2022. With Capricorn, um, less pressure on themselves this year um, because Pluto is actually nearing its end of its reign in the sign of Capricorn. Um, so they probably have been feeling like immense amount of pressure to actually uh, redefine themselves, basically, because Pluto has been on their house of self for some time. So, you know, it might have been a very empowering time, but they always felt like they need to go through like certain cathartic moments and reinventions of oneself and like, they were undergoing lots of changes for like the last several years in this sense. And especially in 2020, they felt the impact of that year um, when it comes to like um, financial stability and all those things, because Capricorn's all about stability and such. Um, Now we have a Venus retrograde happening in from December 19th to January 29th. And that's going to be reevaluating or it's going to help them reevaluate what they basically uh, take in as their own values and in uh, finances or even self-esteem and all those things when it comes to um, it could even be in the love spectrum, too. Um, so, you know, it's basically going to help them open up to uh, becoming much more empowered within themselves, not really looking to another to help them feel validated in the relationship. And even on a more collective level, that Venus retrograde is going to be doing that for so many people. Um, But especially with Capricorn, it's going to help them actually take value their own energy and not be very adaptable to the need of the other and such, you know? Okay, perfect. All right, let's move on to the next one. We could just do a couple of seconds on each one so we can get through because I know I'm straining you on time. I promise we'll be wrapping (laughs) five minutes, I promise. All righty. So for uh, Aquarius, um, Saturn's still in their sign. It's in their first house of self. So they had that great conjunction last year, which helped them actually shine outward and be very much recognized for their gifts in the world and such. Now that Saturn is staying within their own first house of self, they need to actually become much more uh, structured when it comes to their approaches, like whenever okay. they want to start new projects and things. Um, okay. And Saturn's going to actually help them out for the year ahead in that Got regard. Awesome. And... For the Venus retrograde that's happening for them, I like to make note of the Venus retrograde because it actually is very valuable um, when it comes to understanding themselves. Now, this is something to do with their 12th house. So this is their house of the inner psyche. It's all about really evaluating their own inner selves and as well as like what's making them tick. Um, Basically, go through this whole process of really 
finding your own needs and having that be met um, mm -hmm. through their own, like, it could be even be like to the point of their own self-esteem, like very much like Capricorn, but Capricorn's all about like what they're showing to others. But in mm -hmm. their case, they need to reevaluate what they've been overlooking some time because Aquarius have a tendency of expanding outward to so many different people and Got they it. just want to get to work for others. For Pisces, they have a really powerful year because there's Jupiter, they have Neptune um, in the sign of Pisces in their house of self. Um, and this is a very impactful year for them when it comes to actually having their gifts be realized, um, taking chances when it comes to um, trying new things. It could be that. It could also be a really powerful year when it comes to um, um, starting up like new projects and things, uh, connecting with many different walks of life on a really entirely different new level. Like even people will become much more gravitated towards you and your ideas. So basically um, hold the space and be confident in your own approach to sharing your ideas outward for others. That's a really powerful. It's a, it's going to be a very powerful year for Pisces in that sense. Good. Okay. Well, good. That was one of the specific ones I got. So Joelle, that was for you. <laughs> so let's try Aries. Aries has been having Chiron their first house for a long time and it's been going for some time. Um, something to take note. And it's also, um, the one thing to take note with Chiron is Chiron creates a shadow of doubt um, at times when it comes to being the first house, which is Aries. Um, Aries have been really like taken on like this whole role of really reevaluating their state of initiating their state of creating new things or pioneering their ideas and getting it go, mm -hmm. um, getting it to take off and such. Um, when Chiron is in the house of Aries, um, it's all about really reevaluating what is important to you right now and why. Try not to just tread forth ahead through impulsivity and such. Um, mm -hmm. And the Chiron is going to be shedding this light of you seeing leadership as a different thing as opposed to just taking the lead. It's all about really like basically involving all different walks of life into your circle um, mm -hmm. and through the compassionate act that's when you're going to actually be recognized for your gifts and your your oh, actual okay. ability to lead and such. Taurus has, um, well, Uranus is on Taurus's sign. So Uranus right. is innovation. Uranus is rebellion. Uranus is changing the norm. And Taurus is all about really staying fixated and like safe and secure and things like that. Right. And because Uranus is on their sign, um, embracing diversity, embracing innovations and trying something new is going to actually push them forward much more sure. soundly. The more you resist, the worse it's going to be. So you okay. have to be really open so to flexible this year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, it's been for some time, but especially with Taurus and even with the eclipse impacting their sign in particular, this eclipse right. season, it's going to be highlighting Uranus basically for that this year. For Gemini, it's going to be a lighter year for them um, because they don't have the nodes on their side anymore. <laughs> so they're going to feel oh, okay. much more of like this open field to actually to actually start taking on new new ideas or even starting new things and such because they've been feeling like an added pressure when it comes to actually, um, you know, basically like ha focusing a lot on themselves and redeveloping themselves and such. So this year will be really, it's going Light. to be like an open field when it comes oh. to, um, yeah, it's much lighter That's for them. Nice. I must I say. Like they've, been, they've been going through a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're getting a break. <laughs> in other 
Yes, absolutely. We'll put your info in show notes and anyone who's interested in talking with you and getting more specific ideas of what's going to happen, I should absolutely reach out. It's really, really worth it. The cancer, they're, they're pretty open too because they went through quite a bit of this uh, intensity a few years back. But uh, one thing to take note is their career is going to be very strong this year when hmm. Jupiter actually ends up in their 10th house of, of career, public self and things. So Jupiter will be in Aries in, um, as I mentioned before, it's going to be around April and May. May, I'm sorry. So that would be a really powerful time to launch something around that time or even like develop an idea of some sort when it comes to like having your talents and your actual, um, your actual skills be noticed by the world and such. And Jupiter being placed right there just increases luck um, to actually pitch your ideas. So just trust your voice and trust your, your own ability to start like uh, creating traction within your career and such. So that's a really powerful pivotal moment for your career life. The fixed signs are going to go through intensity this year. Uh, you and I, because I know you got a Scorpio rising like me and anybody who's got like a, a fixed energy kind of chart, that's when they're going to go through certain um, shifts if they're <laughs> of oh, their no. own, not to say it's bad or anything, but it's just, it's intense. Right. It's going to be quite intense, but uh, it will stimulate lots of growth for fixed signs, I must say. So now speaking of fixed sign, we're going to Leo. In terms of the eclipse, that's one thing worth noting. Um, the eclipse will be touching upon their 10th house and their fourth house. So even for Leos, um, their 10th house is going to actually, which is the 10th house of career, I should mention. Um, their career life is actually going to be a real main, main focus for the year ahead, especially for the next couple of years, um, where... You know, at one point they were very fixated on their own ideas and such, and they were like almost like constantly creating, creating, creating. But with the North Node as well as the Eclipse taking place in the 10th house, that's going to actually help them gain the traction as well as this ability to have their ideas take off in full confidence. And, you know, as long as you hone in on your own creative ability and your ability to shine and such, similar to Cancer with the Jupiter and Aries, but with the North Node as well as the solar eclipse happening in the 10th house, that's going to be magnifying its expression when it comes to actually having your ideas be seen and recognized and such. So it's a creative, it's a very creative and pivotal time for Leos as well um, when it comes to career for the next year. For Virgos, I will mention their... Jupiter being in the seventh house. That's actually really powerful. So for the year ahead, Jupiter going into your seventh house of relationships. This is a really positive time for you when it comes to developing new partnerships and such. It could be business partnerships, it could be romantic partnerships. Um, you may even have a great opportunity to solidify your relationship that you currently have. Um, hmm. Jupiter enhances the effect. And whenever Jupiter crosses over the seventh house, it just shows that there's an auspicious time when it comes to um, solidifying your relationship and such. Um, and with Jupiter being in Pisces, it's very romantic. It's very idealistic and such. And, and Virgos, for the last couple of years, it might have been a little stagnant when it comes to the Ooh. relationships and such. Um, but when Jupiter actually places its rays on the seventh house um it just shows like an inflow of this luck and expansion when it comes to relating with others or even us basically um taking their relationship to the next level it's like a commitment mm -hmm. it's like a commitment kind of year for you now with libra okay sony <laughs> i think the one thing worth noting for this is the eclipses and how it's impacting libras um libras are going to be feeling such a 
need to go within and really reevaluate their own resources with the partner. Um, it's just like, it might be like a really good and good time to strategize, strategize and start going through the whole pop process of budgeting with their partners if they have any, or even their own resources that they currently have right now at this time. Um, when it comes to the eclipses, that's going to be enhancing this feelings of really like diving deep into seeing out to their resources that they have right now. Um, and really basically like review the state of their own self-worth and such when it comes to um, what they have right now. Um, and this might even be like a career change. It could be a career change. It could be like a career change in order to advance their own like income and such. Um, so it is kind of like a career heavy year for Libras. Um, but it's also like the strategizing kind of year when it comes to uh, realigning their finances and such and getting that prioritized. Does that make sense, Sony? That makes sense. Oh, yeah. Like pay attention to where you're putting your energy and resources, maybe. And it could be something different than what you're doing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's a major one for Libras. So Scorpios have the eclipse season happening in their own first house, seventh house axis. So this is a really, really strange, like a really intense time when it comes to uh, reevaluating their partners. It might not to say like partnerships, like it's going to be bad in any way, but it's going to be reevaluating how much are you contributing to the partnership? Um, focusing mostly on themselves might not be the way to go. They have to really start like getting out there and really um, going through the process of thinking for others in this sense. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the solar eclipse happening in their seventh house, um, this could also be a really good time when it comes to really evaluating the partner's needs um, and seeking out like the ways necessary for them to actually solidify their partnerships in that way. Because the more they focus solely on themselves, the more the partner actually draws away. So mm-hmm. not to say it's a bad thing in any way, but it's just like you're basically going to go with this whole process of really seeing your relationships from a different kind of perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and also your honest taking place in their seventh house of relationships. Um, it's all about individualization, too. So you honor your partner's sense of individuality as well as your own. And that's going hmm. to actually yeah. strengthen the partnership, you know, so not overly enmeshing too much into the partnership um, right. by the idea of love and such, but really honor the other and honor yourself in that way. For Sagittarius, um, they're, um, so the solar eclipse will be taking place in their sixth house. This is a really good time to actually establish new sense of routine, new structure when it comes to their daily living. Um, they might've been so enmeshed into um, like a partnership story for the last couple of years, and they probably overlooked their own body and what it needs. So when it comes to the solar eclipse or eclipse season taking place in the sixth house and 12th house axis, they're going to be reevaluating like what actually is important for them, what information they want to take, how they're going to be using their bodies and such. It's very mundane, but it's actually very essential to live more consciously. And that solar eclipse taking place in the sixth will actually open doors for them to honor their body accordingly. They're going to be much more stronger because of it. So their constitution is going to be feeling a lot more heightened. So it's a good year. It's a really good year for Sagittarius to come down to some certain revelations about how they're working with their, their body, basically, and how to work with it more meaningfully. You know, establishing new health habits. Yes. 
through all about that. Okay, Louie, thank you for running through all of that. I wanted to make sure everybody felt like they got a little nug out of it and, you know, had something specific to apply. Tell us before we let you go, Lumi, where we can find you and work with you individually. And if we want to set up another session, how we can get best in touch with you. You can find me on the celestialastrologer.com and as well as my uh, handle, which is on Instagram, it's at the Celestial Astrologer. Thank you so much for spending time with us and looking into the year ahead. I'm just so grateful for your, um, your perspective and wisdom. Thank you, Lumi. Thank you for having me, Sony. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of We Gotta Talk. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and follow along on Instagram at Sunny Abata, S-O-N-N-I-A-B-A-T-T-A. All of the latest blog posts are at wegotatalk.com slash blog. Yeah.